What is up? This is Take It or Leave It. Back with you guys on a Monday. Boy, oh boy, people are going to realize once we once they hear us, hear this episode, that we are just all messed up with yep. these episodes going out. Yep. It's vacations between us and Colin. and uh, Not necessarily vacation, but his... his where was he at? EDC. And yeah. So yeah, we're on a weird schedule. We're going to get back on schedule starting tonight. Well, kind of. But we're going we're gonna to get back on schedule. It's going to work. Yeah, it's gonna we're going to do it. Speaking of Colin, shout out to Colin Tull. Killing the production. Thank you, sir. ctaudiodesign.com. Go check him out. You're the man. Uh, Monday. Yeah. The 24th. Yes. 25th. Nope. Yesterday was the 24th, right? You're right. Because our pasta passes ended yesterday. Yes. How was lunch today? Uh, it was not pasta. What'd you eat? Not very much. <laughs> <laughs> Did you realize like today you get to work, you're like, oh crap. Yeah. Or like for lunchtime, you're like, wait, yeah. you should have just went and like bought a meal just to say bye to everybody. Like, it's So for those of you that don't know, Easton and I, as well as Lexi, my wife, all got pasta passes from olive garden they were nine week passes all you can eat pasta as many times a day as you want as much as you can eat yep and we i used definitely my money's worth for it they were a hundred dollars and definitely got my money's worth lexi got her money's worth i don't think she went as much she probably went more than me maybe yeah she went more than you yeah it's probably close though because i yeah no she definitely went more than me because and then easton <laughs> robbed them still like you went probably at the minimum four times a week, yeah? Minimum four times because a week. Because you, you almost went to lunch there every day. Yeah. There might have been a day that you missed. Yeah. Okay. So we got our money's worth. They ended yesterday. Very disappointing. No, the pasta passes weren't. The pasta passes were great. Disappointing that we can no longer go. Disappointing that we can't go anymore. Although it's a nice little break. I'm starting the keto diet today, so I guess tomorrow. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Maybe uh, quit it in about a week or so, but... No, I'm going to do it. One month. One month. 30 days. Anyways, that was our two minutes of rambling that about pasta pass that you didn't know. need. But yeah. um, let's jump right into college football. It looks like you had something to say right there. No, it is going to be more rambling. So let's... Okay, let's not. Yeah, exactly. It's it was more my, my fault. fault. I, I, you I, asked me for it. So, so we're going to change things up a little today. We usually choose a group of games that we recap, we go over them, um, and kind of hit the key points, and maybe a little news from from the NCAA. Uh, tonight, we're kind of at that point of the season where there's it all, only a couple teams matter at this point. Maybe five, six teams that can yeah. truly win the national only one championship. Week left. Only one week for the regular season, and, and we will know. flew by. Yeah, which is super disappointing because you always get... It feels this, like there should still be three or four weeks. At least... Well, I mean, because every the off season feels so long, yeah. And then the season finally gets here, and before you know it, it's on its way out again. It literally is right now. Yes, we've got one more regular yes. season. So the good news is bowl season lasts kind of a while. Yeah. There's a couple weeks off, and then there's you know bowls sprinkled in. Yep. Un- until oh, I think the Late college January, playoff doesn't even. S- yeah, mm, beginning mid January. Yeah, I think the last la- year was the, on the fifth. The championship game. Sometime Somewhere no, because I know the because there's those there's like three or four big bowl games. Those were all in the first week of January. I think it was like cl- it was close to the second week of January that um, the championship game goes. So, anyways, enjoy it while it lasts. 
Uh, and tonight, the difference we're doing, we're not going to recap games. We're just going to talk teams, a couple teams. Actually, there's three teams that Ethan and I decided that they deserve some talk right now. And not all three of them are in the top four right now. Um, two are, but we'll just start it with the Ohio State Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. As we know, this is an anti-Ohio State Buckeyes podcast, but we also are a podcast that gives credit where credit is due. And so what I wanted to talk about with the Buckeyes today is there's a few different topics, and we'll try to rattle them off. But for one, I think they're the best team in the country. And we talked about that the other day, Eason and I did. I don't know his thoughts on it fully, but my answer was my gut tells me they're the best because they're so well-rounded. Now, I believe LSU's got the better offense, but Ohio State isn't far behind it. And everything else is just so much better than LSU's team as a whole. Special yeah. teams, defense, defense, and coaching. Maybe it's it's a to, it's toss out. Ed Orgeron's a great guy, but this Scott or not Scott Day. Scott Day was my youth pastor in high school. Hey Scott, if you listen, um, Ryan Day. He seems to be the real deal. Now, of course, we'll need a couple years because a lot of these players are Urban Meyer guys. But right. uh, how do you feel about Ohio State, especially after that that Penn State game? Uh, after the Penn State game, I mean, it, they they beat Penn State by 11 points. It seems like a very commanding game. There's a few times where it was like, uh-oh, are, are they slipping right now? Like, what's happening? And then they quickly got it back together. Yeah. And um, Penn State had a very hard time moving the ball initially. Um, Ohio State, they had that one mishap. Justin Fields fumbled it in the end zone. So it could have been worse for Penn State. Yeah, they could have had they had they would have had the cover at that point mm-hmm. if they scored that touchdown, or they would have covered the spread at that point. Yeah, and when you look at the game as a whole, you look okay, eleven point win, good job, Penn State. And mm-hmm. you even watch the game, and there was a quarter, maybe maybe half a quarter, where Penn State dominated, just yeah. dominated Ohio State. It was State. like an uh oh uh oh. Yeah, it was Mo- like moment. defense was there, turnovers were there. Yeah, they were scoring. <laughs> A couple that they scored two quick, two quick touchdowns, quick. and then and then a field goal. Yeah. Um. But outside of that quarter, maybe half quarter, it didn't look close. It didn't feel close. No. It felt like domination, and that was a number eight team. And I think that was a team that deserved to be number eight. Like I think Penn State's a very good football team. Yeah. And it just wasn't close ball game. So I think at the very least, Ohio State should jump to number one. Um, whether you think they're the best team in the country or not, I think they have the resume at this point that does slightly overshadow LSU's, especially with the way and the manner they're winning games. This was their first really close game, honestly. Um, and it, and when you watch the game, it wasn't that close. Right. Like, it was just close for a little bit. Right. <laughs> but it felt worse than what the score said. So um, other than that, how about Chase Young? Chase Young came back. And he's just a monster. He's a monster. Three, I believe, three sacks. Three sacks on the day, first day back, first game back from his suspension. Which I've was seen that during the absurd. game. So I'll double check. Yeah, I'm. Pr- yeah, that's true. He could have had more after the fact. I think he did stay at three sacks. I think so. A couple well. tackles for loss or a few tackles for loss. Uh, he's ridiculous. Dobbins is a fantastic running back. He did have one fumble on the day, I believe. He did. Uh, him and JT, uh, not JT. Him and. Uh, Justin Fields both each fumbled the ball. It, uh, so uh, Justin some mishaps. Fields fumbled three times. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Lost two of them. Well, that's right. We kind of knew that, and I think he threw a pick too, didn't he? Or, or maybe it was a no, fumble that I saw. No. Okay, maybe it was a fumble I saw. But um, you know, he's young. It's only second year, 
Yeah, Chase Young ended with three sacks. Three sacks. Yeah, four so, tackle for losses. They're ridiculous. Defense was ridiculous. Penn State didn't know what to do most of the game. Scored three. I think it might have been three drives in a row that they scored, and I think all three might have been on turnovers as well, so that they had a short field. Um, but Justin Fields probably had his worst game of the season, and they still won by 11. Uh, Chase Young played fantastic. I think this is your best team in the country. And um, But we'll see going forward. They've got Michigan next week. That's not an easy game. Um, they should win. They are a better team. But in the big house, anything can Yeah, happen. they're in the big house. And these highly emotional games, no matter what the ranking, you know, is just going to be a tough Especially game. back-to-back. These are yeah. two big rivalries for, for Ohio State. Back-to-back. Yep. So Especially with Ohio State always being like the big man on on campus, if you will, in the Big Ten, like they're the team to beat. If you can't beat Ohio State, then you're not like you don't have a chance. Yeah, exactly. So you have no claim to the Big Ten. That's it. At this point, after these past few years, that's been the name of the game in the Big Ten is just to beat Ohio State. And if you can do that, you're a good team. I hate them so much. Yeah. Um. Next team up, LSU. We've been hyping up LSU on this podcast. I think everybody in the world has been hyping up LSU if you're a college football fan, and they deserve it on offense, but I am thoroughly concerned with their defense. With Arkansas putting up 20 points? Yes, and not that they struggled with Arkansas because they didn't. It was, it was they, washed, uh, they washed them. They wiped the floor with Arkansas. But the way Arkansas has played this year, to put up 20 points – on LSU is not a good look. Yeah. Burrow went off again, and, and he's just, right now, now that two is down, he is the best quarterback in the country, and they're going to do their thing on offense. But uh, and what was, remember, I told you the stat that their running back had. Did, can you read that? Do you have that up? Yeah, I can pull that up real Something quick. like six carries for 180 yards. Six carries for 188 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. So um, what was his name again? That is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah. He balled out. So their offense is still, again, I, I think, I don't think that there's any question they're the best offense in the country. But again, I don't know that Ohio State's too far behind in that category and everything else is so much better. So Right. I mean, like even with Alabama, they don't have a great defense. Arkansas only scored seven points exactly. there. I mean, last week, so before LSU played Arkansas, Arkansas played Western Kentucky mm-hmm. and put up 19 points. Yeah, like that's against just, Western Kentucky. They put yeah. up 20 against LSU. It's yeah. concerning, especially yeah. for a championship team when you're there's a chance you're going to play in some cold weather. There's a chance you know you need defense. Your defense has got to be there for you. Um, so yeah, some concerns in paradise. But hey, we don't know. They may just be able to outscore anybody, and I wouldn't. It, that's my concern, though, with them ever playing Ohio State, though, is because it is solid. It's by far the best defense they will have seen this year. Yeah. So, but you know, maybe they just slice right through it. Maybe their offense is that potent that they can just outscore anybody. They do have plenty of weapons. Plenty. <laughs> so I mean, it, it, great receivers, great backs, great offensive line, best quarterback in the country. Now that two is down, and even with two, maybe the best quarterback in the country. So, right. Um. That's all we want to say about LSU. Proceed with caution. They've got huge holes, whereas Ohio State's holes are much smaller, if any, really. Right. Um, watch it. Proceed with caution. They're so fun to watch, though. Probably the most fun team in the country to watch right now. It, 
So last year, I don't remember how they did it. Did they do one and four and two and three? And then the winner of each game played each other for the championship? Did they play one and two and three and four? Or no, I'm sorry. No, yeah, you said it right the first okay, time. Okay, so they played one and four, yep. two and three. One and four, two and three. Yep. Okay, so that's, that is ideal for me because I would love an LSU-Ohio State championship game. The problem is, this might sound crazy too, I wouldn't be surprised if Clemson wins their game against whoever they play. Against Ohio State or LSU? Ohio State would be tougher, in my, in my opinion, but think about this. They've looked much better since that North Carolina game. Yeah. Ever since then, they have not had, and, and they haven't played anybody, right. of course. But every game has been dominant. They it, it appears they don't have holes. Again, haven't played anybody. But they're going to come into this playoff healthy because they're going to play, who do they play? I forget who they played the last game of the season. It's an ACC matchup. So it's going to be a terrible fo- football team. <laughs> and then I think their ACC championship game is, is it Wake Forest? I mean, um, I don't remember who won. They're playing South Carolina, who's been okay. So not an okay. This for this uh, not an ACC matchup game, but, but a tough team. Yeah, they've given teams run for their money. So this will be a nice little. If they go out and dominate South Carolina like they have been other teams, I might ride that hot take that Clemson will cruise to the championship. I don't know that they win the championship, but because think about it, they they're healthy. They haven't had any tough games. They're healthy. They're ready to go. They're rested. And, and they've it, got, you know, South Carolina's not the toughest game in the world. And then their ACC championship game is going to be... It's going to be Virginia or Virginia Tech. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, that's all, that's my... That's just a little hot take of mine. That they're, they're so well-rested and, and they haven't seen anybody up until this point that... Dabo Sweeney is still probably the second best coach in the country behind Nick Saban. So, I mean, you can't take that for granted, especially with the players he gets every year. I mean, these players are talented. So Interesting enough, Virginia Tech and Virginia play this week. So the winner of that game that will, will play in the ACC gotcha. championship. Well, there you go. Miami eliminated themselves last week. So. They're third behind the two Virginias. Yeah, we eliminated ourselves by losing to FIU. Just wanted to throw that out there. Oh, who coaches? who's the head coach at FIU, you ask? Oh, no, you know, Butch Davis, you know, the guy that loaded us up for our two championships in 2001-2002. Oh, you you want, why didn't Miami try to bring him back? Well, you know, he wanted to interview, but then they hired Mark Richt instead. <laughs> so he goes to FIU and beats us. Yep. Good for him. I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, they're not great. They're 6-5 and five as well, but <laughs> still, that must have felt good for him, right? Right. All right. Last but not least, we want to talk a little bit about Alabama. Again, this is the team that's not in the top four, but I'm starting to question why. It's tough that I feel like they've been punished by the committee because Tua's not there. You know, that's rightfully so. Um, I don't know. They haven't missed a beat, <laughs> and they haven't played anybody. Right, they played Western Carolina. Yeah, but I mean, they beat them the same. With, with the same dominance that Tua is beating teams like that. You know what I mean? I'm not saying Mac Jones is Tua. But what happens if they go and put it on Auburn this weekend? If they go and you, put what, it on Auburn? What do you what do? Because do? they don't make... They, 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 could, they do not play in the SEC Championship. They cannot play in the SEC Championship game. They so, could jump into the playoffs, though. But that's what I'm saying. So, so because 
typically they'd say, oh, without an SEC championship and you lost to LSU, blah, 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 we can't put you. But if they go and put it on Auburn here, especially with Auburn, who will probably won't, they won this past weekend, so they'll probably be higher than 15. Because right. right now it's five against 15. By tomorrow night, it'll probably be five against 12, 13 maybe. What if they go put it on Auburn by 17 points? What do you do? Do, do you drop Georgia? Georgia? I mean, because they had a less than impressive win this past weekend against right. Texas A&M, yeah. who Alabama absolutely shellacked. I mean, I think you got to put Bama in, yeah? Which At in, that in, four spot. And this which, is coming from me, who said, you know, my hot, my absurd opinion this year was Bama Alabama's, wouldn't make it. Oh, the playoffs, yeah. But objectively, even with Mac Jones, without Tua, like... If Georgia, go, Georgia beat Auburn 21-14. If Alabama comes out and absolutely destroys them, you it seems like you would have to, because then... It is in Auburn. Alabama's only loss would be a number one ranked LSU. Georgia's loss would be an unranked South Carolina. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, they've got to be in. They would have to be. Got to be in. Man, it's just... Georgia's beaten Auburn when they were number 12, number 6, Florida, and number 7, Notre Dame. So they've got three ranked victories, two in the top 10. Yeah. I, you you got to put him in. lost to an unranked South and Carolina. And Mac Jones looked good again. It was cra- It was a trash team, but Mac Jones looked really good. Anytime he's really played this year, he's looked fine. Yeah, he's looked fine. And um, again, Nick Saban, I, I mean, you'd have to – you don't have to say Nick Saban's the best in the, coach in the country, but it's hard to argue he's outside of the top two between him and Dabo. I mean, I, I think this Bama team has a chance to go put it on. And like I said, it doesn't even have to be like a – 14 to 17 points if they go into auburn at auburn and without tua and win by 14 17 or more they'd have to jump it's tough and even if they let's say they just go win by seven still a chance that they could jump you know what i mean but if they go and win by a couple scores because georgia beat auburn in auburn by seven by seven yeah, they've I, got I three know. ranked wins an and on one Alabama. unranked loss. If Alabama wins this, they'll have two ranked wins. Yeah, and one ranked loss. Keep an eye on Bama. This could be, which it's already this shaping be up a to tight be race for that last spot. Well, it's already shaping up to be a, a, a two SEC. I think for the first time, I think. Eh, I don't want to say that because I'm I might be wrong in that, but it's it's looking like there's going to be two SEC teams in the in the playoff this year. Really? Um, well, because Georgia... Well, yeah, Georgia or Alabama will get that fourth spot with LSU already in mm-hmm. at the first spot. Now, LSU could... I guess they could choke. I mean, they could lose if they lost this weekend and then lose the SEC championship. I mean, not it's probably not going to happen, but I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Watch out for Bama. I think how Bama cra- has a chance. So how crazy is that? Because, I mean, it, they have potential to keep LSU at the number one spot. Potential. Not saying that they do, but depending on what happens this next weekend, they could could put LSU at the number one spot, and they could we could have an LSU Alabama rematch. Oh, in, in the, the playoffs. playoffs, true. Could. That'd be interesting. Could. Without Tua, though, <laughs> which was kind of the only reason they were in it, honestly. Like, yeah, that they stayed in it. Again, Mac Jones might be okay. Like, who knows? I mean, but I just want to throw that out it, there. We have potential for it. Remember what happened with Tua? Like when they brought Tua in at halftime of the national championship. Oh yeah, and he came back, beat yep. Georgia. Yep. And uh, there'd be and two SEC like, teams right there. You're right. Yep. So I was wrong. Yeah. So I, I'm glad I didn't say it. That's why I said I wasn't <laughs> going to say it. 
Um, yeah, and then they was like, oh, they were like, okay, so two is the guy. Sorry, right. Jalen. I do remember that. Yeah. What if you know two is going to the NFL regardless? Yeah. What if Mac Jones is the guy now? Like it's just like when he just comes in and just like Tua, he's just shining. Shines. I don't know. Um, let's just jump right into that anyway. I mean, I had Heisman watch first, but let's just do rankings. Okay. Kind of, um, cause we've been talking about it. So obviously we kind of know what I think should happen. I think Ohio state should jump to one. I have Ohio state at one. Okay. I've got LSU two. So do I. I've got Clemson three. Yep. The rest is kind of the same. You just can't really move the rest around right now. Clemson three, Georgia four, yep. Bama five and Utah six. Yep. Uh, so those are our predictions. <laughs> that was that was easy. Easy enough. Yeah. Um, I did consider bumping Georgia down, it, for my opinion, just for Bama, just because of their close loss to LSU or and their close Georgia's win. Yeah, close loss to LSU, and then Georgia's lost unranked South Carolina and that, struggling and winning, barely beating A and M after Alabama killed them. But I said, you know what? Hold on, just let's relax. That's what it should Cause be. Because I don't think I don't think the committee will want to bump them into the four spot until they beat Auburn. Yeah. Or if they beat Auburn. Yeah. Uh, but I do think the the big movement should be I think OSU should jump back in front, and that's kind of what happened before. They had Ohio State yep. number one, and then LSU got a ranked win yep. against Alabama, and yep. they jumped them. Well, Penn State's not Alabama, but it's a very quality win. Mm-hmm. I I expect them to jump LSU back. So. Uh, real quick, let's run through our Heisman Watch candidates, and then we'll jump into some three Bs. Yeah, I, I think I think LSU will if if they fall the two, they're going to stay two because they're playing Texas A and M, who's unranked currently, and then Ohio State is playing ranked number thirteen, Michigan. Yeah, as of the AP poll. Yeah, unless Ohio State loses. Yeah, LSU will go back to number one. Yep, <laughs> pretty pretty surely. Uh, all right, who you got number one for your Heisman Watch so far? Uh, who do I have written, or who do I want to put at number one? Who do you have written? Oh, because I, I don't. Why didn't you wait? What? <laughs> I had it written at number one that I drew arrows reversing. <laughs> I first oh, oh. I I wrote Jalen Hurts as my number one. Okay, and then I put arrows flipping him and Joe Burrow. So now Joe Burrow is my number one. Gotcha. Explain. Um. Well, I'm sure you have them at one and two. I not do quite respectively. I I don't know. We'll have to find um, out. Um, but. So going over it, I was like, Jalen Hurts is just doing everything. He's running, he's passing. He has over forty three hundred total yards, over four, or not over. He has forty seven total touchdowns. Um, and then I looked at Joe Burrow, and I was like, okay, you know Joe Burrow, he's got forty one hundred passing yards and over a hundred yards A-ton. rushing. So he's got over forty two hundred yards mm-hmm. and almost all from passing. You know, and uh, forty four total touchdowns. So I put him first because of his completion percentage. Interesting. Okay. Which so, is what bumped him ahead, just because he like he only has a hundred yards less than Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts has to do it by running. Joe Burrow is a fantastic quarterback and can throw over anybody. I agree. Clearly, he's fantastic. He's the best quarterback in the country. But I did have to go personally with Jalen Hurts for now, and I don't think Jalen Hurts will win it. I think Joe Burrow will win it. I if I was had a vote, this is how my vote would look. I have Jalen Hurts number one, with almost thirty two hundred passing yards, thirty touchdowns, six picks. He's got a impressive seventy one and a half completion percentage. Like you said, Burroughs is like seventy eight point nine, so almost seventy nine percent. So that's just absurd. But I I just cannot. 
I can't put aside the fact that Jalen Hurts has 1,156 rushing yards and 17 touchdowns. And again, I say it every week, he's got a reception for 21 yards too. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I stuck with Jalen Hurts, even though I do think the committee would, or, or whoever votes on these, whoever has a vote would lean Joe Burrow because of the stellar passing statistics. 78.9%. It's incredible. I mean, over 4,000 passing yards already. 41 touchdowns, six picks. Yeah, uh, and, he, he's, and he he's, threw in three touchdowns rushing. Like I mean, he's got three three rushing touchdowns. 70 yards shy of being 1,000 yards ahead of Jalen Hurts in passing alone. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Um, I have at number three, this was a struggle for me, between three and four, both Ohio State players. Yep. Justin Fields. Yep. I kept him at number three simply because 33 touchdowns, one pick. That's that's pretty impressive. The twenty-three, the two thousand three hundred fifty-two passing yards. <laughs> the defense is so good that his offense get the ball on the forty-yard line, yeah, fifty-yard line. This past week against the Penn opponent's thirty-yard line, yeah. like yeah, it was. So he, he just barely, had short fields. Gosh, so he's got such few passing yards, um, but then he throws in ten more rushing touchdowns. So he's right there with him, forty-three total yeah. touchdowns. Um, so one less than Burrow, one less than Burrow, and uh, what four, four less, less than, than Hurts? Than Hurts, yeah. So you had Justin Fields at three as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chase Young. Yep. Number four. Yep. He's incredible. First game back, like we said, three, three sacks, sacks, four puts tackles him for loss at yeah, nineteen and a half tackles for loss. So again, nine games because he missed two games. From that stupid suspension. In nine games, he's had 19 and a half tackles for loss and 16 and a half sacks. Yeah. And yeah, there's people lingering around that with him, but most of those guys played the full season. And just when you watch them, when you look at the film, they, they're not quite as dominant. They have moments. He's just there in the backfield every play. He's he's incredible. The two games he missed also were Maryland and Rutgers. Would have had easily three sacks apiece in each of those games. Potentially, yeah. Because easily. those are not good teams. <laughs> not good teams. Uh, number four, or number five, I, I have two splitting this five spot. Do you have I just one have or? JT. You're, you're, you're doing the, it's your guy. It's the only hope I've left for this Go season. Go ahead, spit his stats at you, and then I'll explain why I have Chuba Hubbard. Uh, JT's also. got 1,800... Uh, over 1,800 total yards and over, or not, I keep doing the over for the second one, and to, 22 total touchdowns currently. Wow. Okay. Uh, Chuba's right there, 20 total touchdowns. Well, he's only got 20 rushing touchdowns because he has no receiving touchdowns. He does have a little bit more receiving yards, like 20 or 30 more receiving yards, um, and then a lot more, not a lot more, but like 200 or so more rushing yards. He has touched the ball more, about 25, 30 more rushing attempts. Um, JT actually does have a higher average, 6.5. Chuba's is 6.4. So they're just so close statistically. One's just got a little bit more usage than, um, obviously Chuba got a little bit more usage than JT. So I just kind of put them there, sharing that spot. If we really wanted to be strict on this list, I'd probably just make it, we were talking about making a list of two or, or of three. three. You yeah. could probably make it a list of two right now. Yeah. I mean, it is between Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, with Joe Burrow probably having the edge. Um, again, for me, I think Hertz should have the slight edge, but I, I, I don't think that's what the majority of people would look at. So those are our Heisman watch for the week. Mm-hmm. 
Some oh, amazing players this year. They've something done... to keep an keep an eye on is Joe Burrow has to throw over two hundred and sixty two yards this next game to be the the quarterback with the most passing yards in a season from the SEC. Oh wow. Okay. I so I for some reason I thought you told me LSU, but no, for the, the in the SEC, that's really impressive. Okay, yeah. so yeah, keep an eye on that. He sh- and he has a chance to do it. I mean, he's probably yep. averaging over 300 yards or close. Needs 262 yards to set conference single season record. Wow. Let me see here. I'm gonna. He's averaging. Oh, maybe I don't get an average per game. I was gonna look at how many yards he's averaging per game, but. I mean, you can do that quick math. He's got how many passing yards? 4100. 4100. Uh no, played, just just over four thousand. So divided by eleven. So four thousand. They've played eleven games. Mm-hmm. He's got three hundred sixty-three yards a game. Well, he should be there next week. <laughs> he should be okay. Yep. And they're playing who? Texas Sam. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He should have it. Yeah. All right, ladies and gents, we are at that time of the episode where you make the cash. The money. Money, 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 money. Oh, Gotta wait. Love it. Hey, must be the money. <laughs> Come, won't you look at these stats with me? Penn State Eason, take care of, uh, yeah. Take <laughs> no. care of week 13 for us, real quick, and let's jump into 14. Uh, number eight, Penn State at number two, Ohio State. Ohio State was favored by 18.5. We each took Ohio State to win. We were correct. They won. By 11 points, it was 28 to 17. Yes, sir. That sounds right. Uh, you also chose Penn State, Penn State in the points. You're correct there. I chose Ohio State, and Justin Fields screwed me on that. Thank you, sir. Hey, and Dobbins. That's true. Oh, uh, three for Justin Fields. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, Texas, uh, this was an in-state rivalry. Texas at number 14, Baylor. Baylor was favored by five and a half. We each chose Baylor to win in Texas in the points, and Baylor blew out Texas, so we got Baylor correct in the win and wrong in the spread. Oof. Yeah, that was a big miss there. Uh, Next game was our second in-state rivalry of UCLA at number 23, USC. USC was favored by 14. We each thought that was a little bit too big for them, that UCLA would get uh, them in the spread, but we did show... Each chose uh, USC to win, which they did, but they we both took UCLA in the points. Smashed them, and yep. we were wrong. So, Britt ended four for six, and I ended three for six. Me ending at three for six put me at sixty-one of one hundred and seven on the year, which still keeps me at fifty-seven percent. And then Britt's four put him up to sixty-eight of one hundred and seven. Bumping them up a half percent to 63 and a half percent. 63 and a half. Every decibel matters. <laughs> Let's get into this week's. We're going to start it off. Got a big one here. Yes. And these at the big house. rankings are as of last week, not of this week. So well, not. Yeah. So we're recording the- this Monday. The rankings come out Tuesday. So yeah. forgive us if these rankings sound a little off. Uh, the new ones have not come out yet. So. We are traveling to the big house. We've Ann Arbor, got Michigan. number two, Ohio State, taking on number 13, Michigan. Ohio State University is favored by eight. So they are, uh, Michigan is an eight-point home dog. 
I'm going to take on this one first because I feel confident in this. I do not trust Michigan's offense whatsoever. I love Ohio State's defense. On the fence on their offense. I think they're great offense. On the fence as far as how good they are. However, I trust the big house. I trust the rivalry. I trust Michigan and the points. But I do take Ohio State to win this game. That's exactly what I have. I have it written down. Ohio State to win, Michigan and the points. Which is funny. I actually changed that while I was talking because I I, I thought to myself. I wanted to double down. I wanted wanted to double down down on Ohio Ohio State State too. But emotional game last week. Chase Young just came back. He's hyped up. Emotional game this week. Traveling to Ann Arbor. The big house. Biggest stadium. Biggest complex that holds big venue, sporting event venue in the nation. 100 and what? When we looked it up, it was like 115,000 people. All Michigan blue. Well, not all, but vast majority. Dude, the more I'm thinking on it, the more I want to say Ohio State for points. <laughs> you can't. It's all right. Too late. Yeah, we got to move on before Here we I go. change it. Next up, number five, Alabama at number 15, Auburn. We uh, 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 in the college football community know this as the Iron Bowl. Alabama without Tua on the road, favored by four points against this dog. young Bo Nix. We've got, got three another, home dogs this week. We do have three home dogs this week, and all of them are big rivalries. Easton, who you got? You taking the freshy Bo Nix, or are you going the, I think, also freshy Mac Jones? Is he freshy? we got to look. You go. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Um, I, I want to say... This game is going to be tight either way because it's going to be well played both sides. Auburn's defense, I do think, is a little better than Alabama's defense, but Alabama's offense is more productive than Auburn's, I believe. But it is Mac Jones playing back there now, so it's going to be sophomore Mac Jones out there. So it's going to be a tough game. It's his first time in that kind of experience. What do you got? It's Bo Nick's first time in this experience. I'm going to say Auburn pulls out a win here. So Auburn in the points, Auburn in the win, obviously, if you're taking yeah. them in the win. I'm going wild here. I, on the other hand, I feel something brewing in Tuscaloosa. I'm going Alabama, the road favorite, coming in, getting a dub, and covering easily. I'm not going to give you a score. Okay. But easy, I mean, four points is pretty easy to cover, if you're going to cover. I'm taking... The exact opposite. So we are. I'm sitting at 57%, and you're at 63 and a half. And at this point in the season, this is last week, I can't catch you. So I'm I'm reaching for some crazy stuff here. That's okay. Well, no, but it's funny. I actually like your pick. I just think this game. Could, it, no I, matter how I also good, like my pick, but I can't have 100% confidence in it. Yeah. No, and I get that. No matter how good. Well, let's just put it this way, because I was going to say how good either team is. No matter how good Bama is that year and how bad Auburn is that year, anyone can win this game. And that's what I love about the Iron Bowl. Kick six is still to this day probably my favorite sports moment of all time. Listening to it on a car radio. I didn't even watch it. I listened to it on a car radio while it happened. One of my favorite moments. Okay. Last but not least, 
we've got number 12. You're going to love this, Easton. Wisconsin Badgers against number 10, Minnesota Golden Gophers. Yep. That's what I thought. That's why I said it. <laughs> Don't you know? Sorry. Wisconsin, another road favorite at two and a half points. Minnesota, the home dog. I went first. Yeah, I, it's mine. Here I go. This is so tough for me because I was I was the I was bigger Wisconsin guy than you at the beginning of the year. Not maybe fan, but I was sold. You were pro. Yeah. I was like, there pro are five Wisconsin, teams that can win the national championship. Five teams that look different than the rest. Wisconsin's one of them. They fell off. They fell off. Their defense. Twelve where they're at happened. right now. They'll probably jump up to eleven or ten. It's probably if about they where they win belong. This, they'll jump to ten. No, I'm saying like Tuesday though, because they they won and a couple oh, teams okay. lost. So they yeah, yeah. potentially could jump up to ten now. I can't. I don't trust them anymore. That's I don't okay. know what to do, and I like Minnesota the way they're playing. Oh my gosh! Give me Wisconsin all the way. I did not expect that to come out of your mouth. I had to pull against my gut a little bit because my gut was pulling me towards Minnesota. But give me Wisconsin all the way. JT for president. He's bringing running back. <laughs> where was where was your gut pulling you from Minnesota for game or for spread? Well, that's only two and a half. Whoa. Oh, so if so, I was just him, gonna yeah. I was gonna take him the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. but I didn't do it. Hmm. I have Wisconsin all the way. I mean, I just have to. It's the last game, and this is the only not, way yeah. we can get into the Big Ten championship. We believe so, this. I'm I'm riding Badgers this can, one. Badgers would kill a Gopher in real life. Absolutely. Maybe not a Golden Gopher. Though. Like if it's solid gold, that'd be kind of tough. Uh, no, gold's malleable. Is it? Are Badgers smart enough to realize that and like do something about it? I'm sure if a Badger went up and like bit gold in it, like pre pressed in because it's soft metal like it would keep chewing it they could just sell the gopher on ebay or something like get them yeah bye okay (laughs) those are our picks for the week we're gonna keep rolling do you have any last last thoughts uh because i'm done i'm good i don't think i do that's our show hit us up at take it leave it bh on twitter we love you guys we have nothing else for you tonight you uh, take it small or thing leave it for this mother night. of goodness <laughs> i'm going to put polls on insta so we can start Liar, using you said it insta. last time they haven't heard that last one yet because it didn't get posted Not so yet, this one I'm, I'm doing it off this one so we're we're gonna put up this week's games so you can, can take that or leave it yeah you should take it but in uh, insta is it take it leave it bh as well yes same handle okay take it leave it bh on twitter insta i love you guys peace Take it or leave it.